Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Corey's Conscious Living Podcast. I hope you've had a great two weeks. I've been busy, I've been working been doing lots of things with the family. I just got all my pumpkins, so we're ready to do some family carving. I hope you're excited and ready for Halloween too. I've put together two new Halloween stories for you for this episode. I hope you enjoy them and download them and listen to them whenever you can. Until next time, take care and enjoy your stories. Sweet dreams. Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Make sure that you're laying in your bed and you're super comfortable. Everything is just right in your room so that you can relax and let go of your busy day. Heidi, Cherry, and Vea, the cats, were super excited about Halloween. It was two days before trick-or-treat night. Susie, the black cat friend, had come over to teach them a spell. Susie was a very special cat. She was a black cat, and of course, black cats on Halloween or either classed as being good luck or classed as being very bad luck. Susie happened to think that she was very good luck. She was good luck because she was kind of like a cat, but at the same time, she was a little bit of a witch, which was perfect for Halloween. And the cats, especially Cherry, thought that Susie was the best thing ever. Cherry had convinced Heidi and Vea to be involved in a Halloween spell. Heidi said, What is this spell supposed to be about, Cherry? Is it a good spell? Because I know that some spells aren't very good. Cherry said, Oh no, no, OMG, no, it's a really good spell. It's a really, really good spell. I mean, you know me, Heidi. I wouldn't be involved in anything that wasn't good magic. I only like good magic. I only like good witches. I don't really want to get involved in anything that's like, you know, not too good, not too smart, not too clever. I only want to be involved in stuff that's good for you, that's positive, positive vibes only. And Susie has the bestest spell. She has this spell right. Actually, oh no, I'm going to keep it a surprise. I'm going to keep Susie's spell a surprise because... It's going to be a surprise and that way it's going to be more magical. Because if you already know about something before it happens, it kind of loses the magic, don't you think? It's like Christmas, right? You know when it's Christmas time and you're waiting for your Christmas presents and you're like, oh, it's all right, I'm I'm already aware of everything that I'm going to get. Then it's like, what's the point? You just 
kind of like, mm, yeah, so-so. Well, this is like, all right, but I'm not too excited because I already know what I'm getting for Christmas. But on the other hand, when you don't know, when it's all like really surprising and like there's so much to be excited about, then it's so much better, isn't it? It's more magical. It's more like you've got that Christmas spirit. But it's the same, I think. It's the same for Halloween. So this year I've decided, right, that when Susie Kate comes over, then it's going to be like super magical. And then that's going to have like more Halloween spirit. And then when we actually do the spell that Susie wants us to do, it's going to have much more drama to it. It's going to be much more magical, much more, much more mysterious, much more... Oh, what would you say? Halloweeny. Yeah, that's what you would say. You would say it's much more Halloweeny. So yeah, Veya said. Mm, I I think I am excited about this because I really like Susie, even though. Susie could be classed as bad luck because she's a black cat and black cats are supposed to sometimes be bad luck. I don't think that that's the case. I think Susie is super sweet and if she's super sweet, then she obviously is good luck, right? Heidi said, yeah, that's that's a good point. Okay, all right. So I'm in, I'm in on it. I'm in on Susie coming over doing a spell for Halloween, and it all being good vibes. Cherry said, Oh, great, super, amazing, awesome, absolutely, OMG, fabulous, right. When Susie turned up at the house, she had a big bag with her, and it had a pumpkin on the front, like a trick-or-treat bag. It looked heavy. Whatever she got in there looked heavy. They all went into the kitchen. Susie said to Cherry, Do you have a ball? I need a ball for this trick, for this spell. I need a ball. Cherry frantically went through the cupboard to find the biggest ball that she could find and passed it to Susie. Susie put it on the kitchen island and then emptied out her bag next to the ball. Inside of the bag were the contents as follows. A Klondike bar, which looked quite soggy as if it was already melting. A Snickers bar. A Reese's peanut butter cup. A giant salted caramel chocolate bar. Dark chocolate. And a bag of white chocolate chips. A lot of chocolate, basically. A lot of chocolate. Cherry said, OMG, Susie, it looks like you've already been trick-or-treating. And then she started laughing. Susie said, Oh, I know, I know, but you'll have to follow along with me. Now, the next thing I need is a bowl of warm water. It's very important that it's happy water. Heidi said, how do you get happy water? Susie said, don't you worry, I'll make sure it's happy before I use it. 
Susie was putting on an apron and she had a witch's hat on, which looked super cool. Vea had wore one of her princess dresses that was black and sparkly. She was already in the spirit of looking very princessy because Vea loved anything princess. And this was a special occasion. They were having a spell night. Any excuse for a princess dress. Cherry was wearing a bright orange OMG t-shirt and the O was shaped like a pumpkin. Heidi was just dressed as Heidi, nothing special. Heidi got a bowl of water and then Susie put the big bowl on top of the bowl of water. Susie said, Is the water warm? It needs to be warm. Heidi said, Oh, mm, no, sorry. I was just concerned about it being happy. Heidi went back to the sink and filled the bowl with warm, steamy, kind of hot water. And she brought it back to the island and Susie said it was perfect. She had everyone opening all the candies and pouring it all into the big bowl. Then she put the big bowl on top of the hot water bowl underneath. She said to Vea, Vea, do you have a spoon? It has to be a happy spoon. Vea said, We have lots of spoons, but I'm not sure if they're happy. Susie said, Oh, don't you worry, I'll make it happy. Vea went and got a big wooden spoon and brought it back, and Susie said that that was perfect. Susie held the spoon in her hand and closed her eyes and said, Ooh, you are now happy. Ooh, you are so happy. Oh, spoon, you're a very happy spoon. Then she put the spoon down on the kitchen counter, and she put her two front paws around the bowl of warm water and said, Oh, you are so happy, water. Oh, you're very happy, water. Oh, water, you're so happy. Heidi, Cherry and Vea just looked at each other as if Susie was a little bit cuckoo, but they didn't say anything. And then Susie said, It's so important that everything is happy because we're making a happy spell. Cherry said, OMG, Susie, are you going to tell us what this is all about? Are you going to tell us what spell we're making? Susie said, Oh, it's a spell, a very magical spell from thousands of years ago that's been passed down through generation of black cat to black cat to black cat to me. And this spell is designed so that when we go trick-or-treating in two days from now, we will get so much candy that you won't believe your eyes. Cherry said, Oh, all right then, so let me get this straight. You're melting all this candy together and making a spell from this candy? Susie said, That's it, exactly. What you do is, you get as much candy as you can, all your favourites, these are all my favourites, and you melt them together to make one big giant candy. By the way, I need a tray with parchment paper on, please, for the next step. 
so that we can put this candy that's melted into the fridge. And then once it's gone solid again, we break it into pieces and it's a very delicious candy. And that's when we actually do the spell part. Heidi found a big tray and put parchment paper on it. A tray big enough to put the chocolate on when it had all melted, but also small enough to go in the freezer or the fridge, depending on which one she wanted. Heidi, being as smart as she was, figured that putting it in the freezer would probably be better than putting it in the fridge because it would go solid quicker in the freezer than the fridge. But she didn't say anything. She just assumed that Susie knew best because, I mean, she was the witch and all. As Susie stirred, she told everyone to take turns stirring. And as they stirred, Susie told them what to say. Susie was saying, Oh, beautiful candy. Oh, delicious candy. Mix and swirl and multiply and grow and make it so when we go trick-or-treating we will be feasting. Oh candy, beautiful candy, mix and swirl and grow, make it so when we go trick-or-treating we will be feasting. She kept changing it a little bit as she went around the circle but that was kind of the gist of what she was saying. That was the spell. And then as she poured the melted candy onto the parchment paper on the tray, she said a very special word. A word that's used in all spells. Well, that's what Cherry and Heidi and Vea thought. She said, Shazam! as it landed on the paper. Heidi said, is there a special reason that the tray goes in the fridge versus the freezer, as the freezer would probably make it go solid quicker? Susie said, oh, yes, I'd not really thought about that. Yes, that's a good idea. So they put the tray in the freezer. They waited an hour. During that time, they talked and chatted and just caught up on life and all different things. What they were wearing for Halloween. What Susie was going to do after Halloween. You know, had she got any other tricks or spells up her sleeve that she was going to be working on for the future. Maybe something for Christmas or something for Hanukkah. Or maybe something for Kwanzaa or whatever. You know, something. After an hour, they assumed that the candy, the chocolate, would be solid, and they were right. Susie said that this was the most important part. She pulled an hammer out of her trick-or-treat bag. It was like a wooden mallet rather than like a metal hammer. And as she banged on the candy to make it fall and break into smaller pieces, she kept saying, Shazam! 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 And every time she said it, the cats kind of jumped because they thought she wasn't 
going to say it again, but then she would. Rhea was a little bit stressed if she was honest about the whole thing, but then the last part of the spell was tasting the candy. OMG, said Cherry. This is delicious. Who'd have thunk it? They all thought it was delicious. And then Susie said, This is the most important part. As you eat the candy, imagine 10 million billion pieces of candy coming your way. Imagine all the gratitude that you could possibly be feeling for all of this candy. Imagine maybe sharing the candy, giving the candy to other people that didn't get enough candy. Because we have plenty. We have so much. We have an abundance of candy. It's so important that you see an abundance of candy coming our way. All the cats closed their eyes while they were sucking on the chocolate and allowing it to melt in their mouth and thinking about so much candy. Two days from now, they were going to collect so much candy. They were going to be so grateful for the candy. They were going to share their candy. They all felt like they'd done a really good job with that. And that was it. The trick to a good spell is to just trust and let it go. And that's what they did. Susie told them they had to just let it go. Don't think about it anymore now, she said. You have to just let it go. Trust the universe will bring us all the candy. Two days after, when they went trick-or-treating, they didn't know whether it was the spell, Susie, magic, or if it was a coincidence, but Heidi, Cherry and Vea had never collected as much candy as they did that night. The trick-or-treat bags were overflowing. When they got home and emptied it out onto the kitchen island and sat and stared at it, they couldn't believe their eyes. Cherry just kept saying, OMG! OMG! Oh my goodness gracious me. I don't believe it. Heidi just kept scratching her head. And Vea was absolutely speechless. Was it the spell? Was it just good luck? Was it just a good trick-or-treat year? They didn't know. But it was good to actually believe that it was the spell. And if it was the spell, then maybe they should share that spell with the rest of the world. Maybe they should make a story about that spell and share it. So every child all over the world gets an abundance of trick-or-treat candy when it comes to trick-or-treat evening 
and all they have to do is do the spell. Get all of their favourite candies and melt them together and then make one big giant candy and put all of your magic inside of it. It was a very cool concept. That night, the cats went upstairs. They brushed their teeth really well. They hopped into their big, soft, comfortable cat bed. Wished each other a very happy Halloween. And then eventually fell fast asleep. The End Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Are you ready to make sure you're comfortable and snug as a bug in your bed? The light is just right in your room so that you can relax your body and let go of your busy day. It was the evening of Halloween. Coriander had made herself a very special witch's brew. It's called moon milk. There happened to be a full moon outside. And drinking moon milk on Halloween seemed very appropriate for her witchiness. Moon milk was a drink that her mum had taught her to make and her grandma taught her to make and her grandma before her. Moon milk was a mixture of ashwagandha, which is a root that helps you to relax and sleep. It balances your hormones and helps you to be calm. Ginger, which helps with digestion 
and inflammation. Also, there was turmeric and a little bit of black pepper. The turmeric powder also gave the drink a really pretty golden color. This was all in the form of a powder. And she'd mixed the powder together and stored it in a jar with a label on it that said moon milk. One scoop of the powder mixed with warm milk and then a generous spoon of honey made it absolutely delicious. It was a potion that calmed your mind, relaxed your body and helped you to sleep deeply and have the bestest dreams. Coriander had a window seat in her bedroom. It was a place where she could sit next to the window. Her house was set in the perfect direction so that she could see the moon big and full and bright in the sky. Her dad had set up one of the Halloween decorations in the garden. It was a big witch and it was holding a pumpkin. It was one of those blow-up ones that deflate in the day, but at night time, when you turn the machine on, it blows up and bobs around in the front garden for everyone to see. The witch was placed in the garden right in front of her window so all she could see was the big giant orange pumpkin. It made the light in her room orange and golden and with the light shining down from the moon her whole bedroom looked orange as if she was sat looking at the sunset. She looked around her room, no lights on in her bedroom, just the light from the moon and the orange glow from the pumpkin made everything look as if it was in the middle of the desert and the golden sun was shining down on everything. Everything was orange and burnt like fire all around her room. She loved it. She kept taking small sips of her moon milk and enjoying the taste The ginger, the ashwagandha tasted a little bit caramelly and the honey. She realized that the turmeric had made the moon milk look the same color as her room. The golden light and her golden drink made something feel very soothing and calming. 
She also loved the energy of Halloween. Through her window, she could hear the sounds of kids far off in the distant trick-or-treating still, just laughing and noises like someone shouting someone's name. There were a couple of dogs barking in the neighborhood, restless and interested in everyone that came to the door. Trick-or-treating energy is very chaotic. So much going on, so many people, so busy. In her neighborhood, it's always really crowded. Her mom and dad always run out of candy and they have the biggest bowl. And yet every year they still run out. Coriander likes to watch, but doesn't like to be out there. She loves Halloween because, I mean, she's a witch. What witch wouldn't like Halloween? But the chaotic energy of everything busy and noisy and all the rush and and bustle on the streets is not something she enjoyed. It made her anxious. It gave her a headache. But she loved to watch from afar. And sitting in her window, listening, watching from inside, as if she was in another world in her orange glowing bedroom, That's something she really liked. She sat there and stared at the moon and thought about all of the things she wanted to give to the moon. She'd been worried a lot about a test at school this month. She decided to give the moon all of her worries. The test will be whatever it's going to be, she thought. It's time to stop worrying. And she imagined that she was taking the worries out of her head and just giving them to the moon like a gift. Like trick-or-treat candy. She'd also noticed that she'd been more anxious this month. Nervous about little things. One day she got really nervous about going to school didn't even realize why. Why today am I nervous, she thought. But she was. She had a pit in her stomach and her throat was tight. She was worried as if something bad was going to happen. Nothing bad did happen. And her anxiety didn't make sense. She decided that She would give her anxiety to the moon. There you go, she said out loud. You can take it. That happened a lot with Coriander being intuitive, being empathic. Sometimes she was anxious and it wasn't even her anxiety. 
Sometimes it was the energy on the planet. Sometimes it was something happening in the stars. Sometimes it was somebody else's anxiety that she was feeling. And it was quite hard to distinguish which was which. She figured if there wasn't anything in her life that she was particularly worried about, and yet she was feeling anxious, then maybe it was the planet's anxiety. It was Mother Earth's anxiety. Maybe she was brewing for a storm, or maybe there was going to be some kind of earthquake or tsunami. Maybe she was feeling the uncomfortableness of what Earth was feeling. Or maybe she was just feeling someone else. And they were worried. And she was just feeling their worries. She decided a long time ago that it didn't really matter where it was coming from. As long as she let it go. She let the moon take it. She took another sip of her moon milk. And she noticed her eyes were getting heavier. Her shoulders had softened and relaxed. And she started to crave her bed. She took one big gulp, the last part of her moon milk, and set it down on a dressing table. She already had her pajamas on, so she climbed into bed. She pulled the covers up to her chin, but she had her arms out. Her bedroom was cool, but her covers were thick and warm and she liked it like that. She laid with her eyes open, looking at the light coming in through the window. The orange glow making shadows on the walls. She thought about if there was anything else that she could give the moon. A full moon. New beginnings. An opportunity to let go of everything that she wanted to let go of from the last month that didn't serve her anymore. She couldn't think of anything else. Her mind felt as if it was sinking. Her head got heavier into the pillow. Her whole body felt as if it was softening and relaxing. Like her bed was a big marshmallow that was sucking her in deeper and deeper, folding around her, cuddling around her. She 
she got that familiar feeling of, Ah, it's so nice to be in bed. It seemed to trickle from her toes all the way through her body, up to the top of her head. She closed her eyes and felt her cheeks and her jaw get soft and relaxed. She noticed her tummy was a little bit tense. She breathed deep down into her tummy and felt it soften and relax. And then her attention got pulled back into her mind. She saw herself walking through a field full of pumpkins. She was barefoot and she could feel the dirt crunching underneath her feet. It looked like thousands of pumpkins all around her, like a field of orange. As far as her eyes could see, she could see orange. It started raining. The raindrops were big and orange, and when she watched them bouncing off the ground, they were candy corn. Pieces of candy corn falling from the sky. It was banging on her head. It hurt. She put her hands out and caught some. And she ate it. It was candy corn. And the candy corn was gathering on the ground and she could feel it when she was walking underneath her feet. It was chunky and... And hard. And then the candy corn started multiplying and getting more and more and more. And she felt like she was walking through it up to her knees. An abundance of candy corn everywhere. And then the candy corn started to cover up the pumpkins, it got so high. And it was up to her thighs. She was pushing forward, trying to walk through it. She decided to swim. Probably be easier. She started swimming through the candy corn. Like she was in a lake full of it. A candy corn ocean. She flipped over onto her back and started to do the backstroke in it. It felt like she was swimming in pebbles. But it actually felt really good. Like she was swimming through, pushing through. She decided to stop swimming and just float. She grabbed another piece of candy corn and popped it in her mouth. And then she started to wonder what would be under the ocean of candy corn. And she flipped around and dived 
headfirst deep into it. And the candy corn then changed into an orange ocean. And she felt like she was swimming through the sea. Everything had an orange, warm glow. All the fish were orange. She saw a mermaid over to her left swimming and that was orange. She saw a boat up ahead and the boat was shaped like a pumpkin and the part that would be the holes where the eyes were were big giant doorways and she swam into one found herself swimming through a pumpkin as big as a boat with seeds and dangly bits all around that felt like vines they tickled when she swam through them and the seeds felt like the pebbles and then she found herself swimming on her back again in the candy corn she was having the most bizarre dreams but she was deep deep asleep resting so soundly and comfortably because of the moon milk the next morning she didn't wake up until 10 a.m. She slept for 13 hours. And when she woke up, she felt amazing. Like she'd had the best night's sleep ever. She got up and walked over to her window seat and looked out of the window. Her dad had already deflated the witch and the pumpkin. It was a whole new day. Until next Halloween. The end. <laughs>